It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the show, the Thursday, December 16th edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, as you might have expected, property taxes about to go up substantially in the city of Moose Jaw. City Council making their final decisions at City Hall last night. Sean Slatt will explain. We'll have the latest COVID-19 numbers on the show today. This pandemic going on two years now, impacting all of us, of course, in one way or another. If it hasn't hit you physically, certainly it has touched your mental health. Some days aren't easy. Now imagine working in healthcare looking after those who are sick and worrying about contracting the coronavirus yourself and worrying about spreading it to your friends and family. Well, the Moose Jaw Health Foundation is embarking on an initiative to support healthcare staff that COVID has impacted. Also, biomedical engineering technologist Mark Dontremont is doing his part with music. Stick around for all the details and the music on the Heartland at Noon today. And it's Christmas party time later today for Moose Jaw people who live in Calgary. A number of former Moose Javians who work and live in Cowtown come together each year for Christmas cheer. COVID stopped all the fun last year, but they're back this year. Former Moose Jaw Canucks defenseman Mike Drager got it fired up again. Mike's going to join us on the show today as well. All that and more coming up on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for the Moose Jaw Warriors. The 16-game season ticket package makes the perfect gift. Buy before December 24th to get the New Year's Eve game bonus. Available at the Warriors office at sasktix.ca. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Slatt. Driving down Moose Jaw's main street the last couple of weekends, you may have noticed a group of people protesting the public health orders related to COVID-19. This past weekend, the Moose Jaw Police Service charged a 46-year-old woman with two counts of causing a disturbance and one count of mischief as a result. Chief Rick Brass explains. Some judgment comes in is when uh, assemblies are no longer peaceful, when, when there are violations of law and other people's uh, freedoms are being um, impinged upon. And when we get complaints uh, of those sorts of things, we investigate. And if it, if it appears that offenses did occur, then we'll take, we'll take the action. Brassa says officers will usually meet with the participants and provide a brochure that details the framework of these gatherings. The police have also given an update on a shooting that took place on December 4th at a northeast Moose Jaw home. Three people have now been charged in connection to the incident. Moose Jaw police say the victim and the suspects are known to each other, so there is no danger to the public. The victim was taken to hospital with significant injuries, but has since recovered. The provincial government is rolling out a new campaign aimed at youth who use social media. Education Minister Dustin Duncan explains the concept behind the campaign. Basically raising awareness that there are positives and there are negatives, and uh, for, for everybody, it's important to find that right balance. And if that means for a time um, taking a break and stepping away from social media, um, we, we're certainly trying to encourage more of that. The province has set up a website to help parents and children about the impacts of too much screen time. Residents of Musha will be paying a hefty 5.45% tax increase in 2022 as City Council passed its budget last night. The increase includes 1.6% for the Musha Police Service and 3.84% increase for city services. Councillor Heather, Councillor Heather Eby said the city is now paying for the 0% increase in 2019 and an increase under 3% in 2020. 
the average over three years from 2020, 2020, 2021, and 2022 is under 3% tax increase each year. And I mean, if if this was 3% right now, we, it would be, We'd be happy. hopefully we would be happy and not looking to take it down to one, right? Overall, the increase will generate $1.7 million in revenue for the city. Generally, the colder it is and the windier it is, the higher the wind chill is going to be, the higher your risk of frostbite. So around, you know, zero to minus nine wind chill, the risk of frostbite is is relatively low. When we start getting into the minus 10 to minus 20 range, which is the moderate risk, that's when, you know, it starts kind of getting uncomfortably cold and, you know, kind of need to start bundling up. That's Terry Lang, a meteorologist with Environment and Climate Change Canada. She says the high-risk of frostbite warnings aren't issued until it gets closer to minus 40. You can catch all the details on what to expect coming up in our five-day forecast after sports. The Miller Christmas Village is bringing the Christmas spirit to Moose Jaw. This year, it's open to the public to come and enjoy. Erin and her husband, Bruce Miller, have been building this Christmas display since October. It's constantly evolving. Like, we shop online, we go to grad sales, uh, we go places, buy new, you know, whatever. And, and the Salvation Army. And the Salvation Army. We've been there at Value Village as another contributor. You know, we don't have two of anything. The village is filled with lights, music, and over 100 pieces, so there's something new everywhere you look. You can call Bruce at 306-648-7664 to set up a time to see the village. And finally, there were 62 new cases of COVID-19 and 69 recoveries yesterday. One of the new cases was in the South Central Zone. Regina had 16 and Saskatoon had 7. 538 cases are considered active in the province. 105 people are being treated in hospital. 72 of those people are receiving inpatient care and another 33 people are in ICU. There are no longer any residents receiving out-of-province care. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discoverymusha.com. Employees who survived last Friday's tornado that leveled a candle factory in Mayfield, Kentucky, are suing the company. They claim Mayfield Consumer Products demonstrated, quote, flagrant indifference by refusing to allow them to go home early. One employee said a supervisor threatened her with written disciplinary action if she went home early because storms were approaching. A gang in Haiti has released all remaining hostages from the Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries Missionary Group. Seventeen members of the group, including one Canadian, were captured two months ago. Five had already been released. The parliamentary budget officer is now estimating the cost of building two new polar icebreakers for the Canadian Coast Guard at $7.25 billion. Back in 2013, the government said the project would cost $1.3 billion. But at that point, it only planned to build one heavy icebreaker. As of this morning, Canada has lost 30,000 lives to COVID-19. And experts say vaccines have significantly limited the COVID deaths. Some estimates suggest they've resulted in between 75% and 90% fewer deaths in each age group compared to what would have been expected. I'm Candace Dirksen. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports. Moose Jaw Warriors are preparing for back-to-back games against the rivalry Jaina Pats this weekend, tomorrow night at the Brand Center, and then Saturday night back in Moose Jaw. 
The Warriors in a three-way tie for second in the East Division right now with Brandon and Saskatoon. We'll have all of this weekend's action, of course, on Country 100. Western Hockey League last night, the Winnipeg Ice just keep on winning. They shut out Saskatoon 6-0. Red Deer beat Swift Current 6-1. Edmonton Oil Kings keep on winning, too. They beat the Calgary Hitmen 5-2. The U18 AAA Warriors preparing for a road trip this weekend. They'll play the first place Warman Wildcats Friday and Saturday nights. The Wildcats an impressive 21-4-0-1 on the season. COVID-19 once again becoming a major problem in the National Hockey League. They've now postponed a fourth Calgary Flames game after seven more players tested positive. So 16 players, three coaches and seven staff members are in isolation. There's a full slate of games tonight, including Edmonton hosting Columbus. The Oilers have lost six in a row. Montreal Canadiens will try to end a four-game skid when they host the Flyers. Also, Ottawa's in Tampa Bay, and the Vancouver Canucks are looking for their sixth win in a row when they play the Sharks in San Jose. And NFL tonight, the 9-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs are in Los Angeles to play the 8-5 and five Chargers. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. A mix of sun and cloud this afternoon with a high of minus 17. Tonight, increasing cloud with some light snow, low minus 23. Tomorrow, snow in the morning, then uh, clearing in the afternoon, 2 to 4 centimeters on the way. Wind northwest 20, gusting to 40 tomorrow morning. High tomorrow afternoon, no better than minus 18. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, high minus 11. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 8. And Monday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of minus 18. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw, minus 8. Normal high for this time of year, minus 6. Normal low, minus 17. The record high for today, 10 degrees, set in 1980. Record low, minus 32 in 2000. Sun came up at 857 and goes down at 459 today. This hour, Moose Jaw, partly sunny, minus 20. Regina, minus 22. Assiniboia Gravelberg, minus 20. Rockland Cornac, minus 19. Swift Current, minus 19. Elbow, minus 22. Davidson Watrous, minus 23. Once again, Assiniboia, minus 20. Regina, minus 22. And with the wind out of the west at 8. And the relative humidity at 76%. It's minus 20 in Moose Jaw. Wind chill factor, minus 26. Road Report, Paul Martin commentary coming up. And property taxes going up. Stick around, it's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB. In a world where yield robbers like Clubroot and Blackleg lurk in the soil, one canola hybrid has the stem to take a stand. CS3000TF, a high-yielding TrueFlex canola hybrid from Canterra Seeds. Featuring second-generation club root and multigenic black leg resistance with the flexible rate and timing of TrueFlex Canola with Roundup Ready technology. Visit Cantera.com to order CS3000TF from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. Hey, it's Courtney Fielder. Today is the final day of the Goodbye to Hunger Food Drive going on right now here at the Moose Co-op Marketplace, where you can come and purchase a $10 food bag at the checkout tails. And what this food bag is going to go towards is the Moose District Food Bag, helping out families in need this holiday season. And it's as easy as getting those $10 food bags if you can. Come on down here to the Moose Co-op Marketplace. It is in partnership with the Canadian Pacific Holiday Train and, of course, the Moose Co-op and the District Food Bank here in Moose And the 
they're looking at a big goal this year to try and get and help out as many families as they can this holiday season. Now, these food bags, like I was mentioning earlier, are $10 each. You can purchase them at the tills, and uh, the sales will be all concluded at the end of the day here today because today, like I said, is the final day, and we'll find out what that big total is going to be for helping out families right here in Moose Jaw. It's all the Goodbye to Hunger food drive going on right now at the Moose Jaw Co-op Marketplace. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Road Report on The Heartland at Noon from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. Stop by and check out their great selection of fashions and accessories. And enter to win a gift box with luxurious products. It's worth over $300. Not a whole lot going on locally, although I see the... Well, I found out the road is still really rough. Right at the intersection is 6 Northwest in Saskatchewan West uh, today. That's right in front of Sass Polytech. It's a problem that just keeps getting worse. Eastbound traffic right in front of Sass Polytech. Slow down. It's rough. Careful in the Lindale School neighborhood. Sewer and water relay work on the 1000 block of Simcoe Street. Local area highways in good seasonal driving condition. And GasBuddy.com showed me this morning that at least one station has gone up to 149.9 cents per liter. Most are still at 138.9. We see others at 137.9, 136.9, 142.9. And again, at least one up at 149.9. That's the road report for My Addictions Clothing Boutique, Town & Country Mall. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary. For those who remember or experienced mortgage rates in the double-digit range, the talk these days of inflation is going to bring back some memories. Canada's inflation rate hit its highest point in nearly 20 years in October. Pressure on three main fronts, food prices, the cost of transportation, and housing, has pushed the rate into territory we haven't seen in a while now. Now that we've hit 4.7%, that is a far cry from the double digits we saw back in the 70s, but it's also a departure from the 2% that's been the norm for the past decade or more. At this time of year, food prices are always a burden as imported fresh produce increases the family grocery bill. Where we might see some retrenchment, though, is on fuel. Gasoline has been coming down in price since the October benchmark was pegged, and we might see inflationary pressures ease a bit on this one. And then there's housing. Yes, it is in big cities. Not so much here, but the size of a city like Toronto means it carries the national rate with it. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Ring in the new year with one of the South Hill Bowling Center's New Year's Eve parties. There's a party for families and the younger crowd from 7 to 9 and the older crowd's party from 10 to 1. Get your tickets today. South Hill Bowling Center, where fun is the name of the game. John's Music, give the gift of music this Christmas. All types of instruments, lessons, even sound equipment for holiday gatherings. Christmas sounds great at John's Music in downtown Moose Jaw, 37 Main Street North. Fa-la-la-la-love, John's Music. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at LBBD Auto Body. Hi, I'm Terry, and we are proud to say that we now have the highest level of accreditation for safe and quality collision repair in town. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Revenue growth was next to nothing. 
Council approves 5.45% tax increase. That's the headline on discovermoosejaw.com today. Um, you can read that uh, accompanying news story and uh, hear more about it right now. Sean Slack covers Moose Jaw City Hall for Discover Moose Jaw and 800 CHAB. After four sessions of budget deliberations, City Council has passed its operations budget and it is coming at a 5.45% tax increase. Broken down, the increase includes 1.61% increase for the Moose Jaw Police Service and 3.84% for city operations. After the numbers were broken down and taking inflation into consideration, Councillor Heather Eby felt it was a reasonable budget. Well, when you look at the 5.45 and then you, you know, take back the 1.61 for the police, which we, you know, voted, I think it was unanimous for that. Um, so then we're at 3.84 and Mr. Acker just told us about 10 minutes ago that around 3% or 4% is the inflationary number for this. So... The 5.45 kind of in the ballpark. Not, you know, there's, there probably are some things that we can massage a little bit, but I don't know that, I, I don't think getting down to 3.3 or whatever overall, including police, is at all realistic. I think that that's, those are some huge cuts. That's not just, you know, figuring out a few extra paper clips to get rid of. That's, that's some big programs. And, I'm not in favor of that. People don't want us to cut services. They really don't. For the average household, it will mean a tax increase of about $6.76 per month or $81.12 per year. Councillor Doug Blanc felt the increase was high, but there's a lot that will benefit the citizens. I think 5.5, I'm not happy with it. But at the same time, if we can prove and provide that service to the citizens that they're getting the biggest bang for their buck out of that money, yeah, they might not be happy, but they're not going to be, uh, you know, extremely uh, upset about it and, and vocal. So I, I'm torn. I, I'd like to be able to have it come down a little bit. I mean, even if we could get, as Councillor Looning said, 4.99 or, you know, 5%, that would be great. But, you know, if, if we're really between a rock and a hard place and we can't get it down there and at the same time providing the services to the citizens, you know, I think uh, the city manager put it out in one of his documents. You pay more than that per month for telephone. I know I'm paying between internet and and TV and everything. I'm paying about $160 a month for internet and TV, and I don't have a home phone. My cell is on top of that. So, you know, yeah, it's high, but maybe it's not that bad. I, I don't know. Some of those services include a spay and neutering program through the Humane Society, new outdoor pickleball courts, and a city climate action plan. Director of Financial Services Brian Acker pointed out some of the difficulties city administration had putting together this year's budget. One thing I just throw into the conversation too is is just to put in perspective for council. One of the reasons we're in the difficult position we are this year is we lost $2.2 million in COVID restart funding. We lost $300,000 in provincial revenue sharing. Our revenue growth was next to nothing. In a normal year, it would be $1.4, $1.5 million. It covers almost all of what you see up there. That's, that's the reality we're in this year, is our revenues are short. Also with the pandemic, we aren't seeing the revenues that we generate in our recreation areas that we would. So we've got a lot of pressures, which you have to take into consideration. So I just throw that out there. 
Councillor Don Luning was the lone councillor that opposed the 5.45% increase. She felt there are still areas that could be cut without losing major services. On a $29 million uh, revenue to try and find between half a million dollars and $700,000 in savings, to me is not cutting huge services or cutting a whole bunch of stuff out of the out of the bottom line but we have this argument every year that it can't be done and 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 uh, that's where we're going to land so you know I'm not going to belager the process I think that there are efficiencies that can be had in every department without cutting major services the tax increase is expected to generate close to 1.7 million dollars in revenue for Discover Moose Jaw News, I'm Sean Slott. All right, thanks very much, Sean. So again, it's a 5.45% tax increase for property taxpayers. Expected to generate $1.7 million in revenue for the city. The increase includes a 1.61% increase for the Moose Jaw Police Service. Hard to argue with that. And 3.84% um, increase for city services. And you can't argue with that either. Now, for the average household, this is going to mean an increase of about $6.76 per month or $81.12 per year. Again, that story's on discovermoosejaw.com today. We'll take a time out with uh, the latest on COVID-19 straight ahead and uh, the Moose Jaw Health Foundation uh, embarking on, um, well, a project in an effort uh, to help uh, healthcare workers with their mental health. And it comes along with a brand new song. All of that straight ahead. Heartland at noon on CHAB. Attention cattle producers this Friday, December 17th at 10 a.m. at Mount Dakota Stock Mosaic Company's an all-class sale. All our sales are broadcast on dvauction.com. Updates on our Facebook page. Mount Dakota Stockman's wish to thank all our customers for all their support this past year. Best wishes in 2022. Our sales schedule be posted in January. December 17th, an all-class sale of cattle selling at 10 a.m. Call 306-478-2229. Well, today is the final day. It's the Good Night Hunger Food Drive going on right now at the Moose Jaw Co-op Marketplace. It's Courtney Fielder joined here with Derek Harris from Mary GM. How's it going today? It's going great, Courtney. How are you? Doing fantastic. It's been a busy start here already, and I know you guys just stopped by here from Mary GM and made a donation. Yeah, we just stopped by with the check for $1,000. We always like to support the uh, the uh, food bank and the hunger drive. It's uh, really a great opportunity, and, and uh, we always look forward to uh, being able to help the community. That's going to help many families here in Moose Jaw. I know this year alone is a need more than ever before. Why is it important for you guys to be so involved with stuff like this, helping out the community? Well, I just think that it's important to, uh, to, uh, for businesses, local businesses, to uh, reach out and, uh, and help the community and, and, uh, and do our part. And I know one thing we like to do here, too, is challenges. Do you have anybody you would like to challenge? Well, sure. I'd like to challenge all of the other car dealerships in the city to uh, to match or uh, or beat our donation of $1,000. There you go. So come on down right here to the Moose Shot Co-op Marketplace. It's a goodbye to Hunger Food Drive going on right now. Today, the final day. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. It's always good news when we see the uh, latest COVID-19 numbers come up daily and uh, the headline says zero deaths. There are, however, 62 new cases on the books, 69 recoveries. 
So no deaths, 62 new positive cases. One of the new cases in the south-central zone, we've got 22 active cases total uh, in the local area. 538 cases considered active across the province. 105 of those 538 people are in hospitals, including 33 people in ICU. 64% of those in hospitals are not fully vaccinated. There are no longer any residents receiving out-of-province care, and that's good news because Ontario is bracing for the worst. Their numbers are going up. The Canadian press today telling us Ontario's panel of COVID-19 expert advisors are saying the province needs a circuit breaker with public health measures that cut contacts by 50% to blunt the worst of Omicron's impact. Um, Dr. Adelstein Brown, who is the co-chair of Ontario's Science Table, says an accelerated booster campaign doesn't go far enough to contend with the contagious variant. He says uh, this will likely be the hardest wave of the pandemic in the coming days. The Science Table says without any further measures in Ontario, there could be 10,000 daily new cases before Christmas. So uh, they're bracing in Ontario. Ontario reporting 2,421 new cases of COVID-19 today, and that's the highest tally of daily new cases since mid-May. Also this morning, we learned Canada has surpassed a grim milestone, recording our 30th or 30,000th COVID-19 death since the pandemic began in 2020. So 30,000 Canadians have died due to complications with the coronavirus. Also, the government of Canada is advising against all non-essential international travel. They're not banning it, advising against it in the face of the rapidly spreading Omicron variant. The health minister told us uh, yesterday the highly transmissible variant is now spreading in Canadian communities and just about anywhere else in the world. So Ottawa agreed to send shipments of booster doses and rapid tests to provinces and territories to quickly ramp up vaccination campaigns to combat the virus right here in Canada. This pandemic going on two years now, of course, and impacting all of us in one way or another. And if it hasn't hit you physically, certainly it has touched your mental health. Some days aren't easy and tougher for, for others. And now just imagine working in healthcare and looking after those who are sick, worrying about contracting the coronavirus yourself, worrying about spreading it to your friends and your family. Well, the Moose Jaw Health Foundation is embarking on an initiative to support local healthcare staff that COVID-19 has impacted. Also, biomedical engineering technologist Mark Dontremont is doing his part with some music to go along with this campaign. Kelly McElroy is the executive director of the Moose Jaw Health Foundation. He and biomedical engineering technologist Mark Dontremont are joining us on the Heartland at noon today. And I can't thank you enough for, for doing this. Kelly, I know uh, part of the, the funding that we that we gathered at the uh, 30th Annual Festival of Trees, you said would be earmarked for, for health care, for mental health care, for local health care workers. And uh, you're making the move already. Uh, a- absolutely. Um you know, uh, our healthcare workers uh, at the hospital and throughout the city are really heroes in our community. Um, um, it's been very, very difficult and very stressful um, to see this every day because uh, the ho- hospital is 24-7, 365 days of the year, and virus or not. And, you know, that it's taken its toll. And um, I thought that we could do something about it. And uh, the community certainly rallied around Festival of Trees. Uh, we had a Healthcare Heroes tree. 
uh, and uh, people people bought it once at festival and donated it back, and someone else bought it, and it, you know it just sh- really shows how much people care about their healthcare heroes. Um, and when I approached uh, uh, Lindsay Cameron at the hospital, they were actually uh, uh, piloting a program uh, to provide one-on-one counseling, face to face, to healthcare staff who are feeling stress. And, you know, it's just not a doctor or a nurse. Um, it's everyone. And, it, uh, it, it, you know, it's taking its toll. So, you know, what the foundation wants to do is we want to fund this and uh, through our Healthcare Heroes campaign. And about that same time, um, Mark said, I wrote a song. And uh, I listened to it, and I watched it on YouTube. And, I, you know, it just moved me. And uh, all the funds raised from this song are going to go to that healthcare heroes campaign. And, you know, um, this is not a uh, pandemic's not going away anytime soon, regardless of what it's called or the variant that's called, this is going to affect uh, people long-term, uh, the mental health and the foundation is going to be there for them and, and support them as long as it takes. We're going to hear that song in, in just a couple of minutes. And you see it every day, Kelly. I know that. And for those who don't know, the Moose Jaw Health Foundation office is on the ground floor at the Wigmore Regional Hospital. Mm-hmm. So you go to work every day, all masked up. And, and uh, you, along with all the uh, healthcare professionals and others who are in and out of that building, um, you, you go through a screening process uh, to get in the building each and every time you go in. Uh, th- that's very true. And uh, uh, Mark has quite the collection of name tags. Because we we get one um, uh, up until recently, we got one every day, and Mark collected them all, and uh, I, I just kept the last one uh, that I got. And um, uh, but you know, it, you get normalized to that, but um, you know, I see patients that come into the hospital. Uh, I talk to healthcare staff throughout the hospital. And I, I, you know how it's affected them and, and at different levels. I, I can't imagine being an ICU nurse and getting uh, gowned up every single time you go see a new patient, right? You know, it just must be exhausting, uh, exhausting mentally, uh, exhausting to see people that shouldn't have to be there if they, if they simply got a vaccination, and so I encourage everyone to get vaccinated, but you know what? Um, we have to end this, and um, and we're as a foundation here to support uh, the hospital with new equipment whenever they need, we need, they need it. We supply all new ICU monitors and everything for our ICU, but we have to be there uh, to support our healthcare workers, their mental health and do things that are positive and energizing to them. And, and certainly with Mark's song, it's energizing. The song is called, I did it for you. Now I've seen the YouTube uh, video already and listened to the song and really like it. Now, those who are listening are thinking, okay, now how do I support this effort here? How do we uh, purchase this music and, and support the health foundation? Well, I think Mark can fill the details, uh, on how to purchase the music. Um, if someone wants to support the Healthcare Heroes campaign, just uh, you, you can make a donation online at mjhf.org or, or simply call the foundation, and uh, we're more than happy to uh, uh, take that donation and then apply it to this campaign. 
Now, before we hear the song, Mark, how do we buy the, the music and share it? Uh, it's available on every streaming and music purchase service. It'll be on Amazon, Spotify, Apple. All. There's over 150 all over the world. Wow. Or it's available. Wow. And so that, that took some effort to, to get that song up and running on all the music services. Uh, no, actually, it's done through uh, what's called an aggregator. You send them the file of the song and the file of the uh, your cover art, and they look after the rest. He's not just a biomedical engineering technologist. <laughs> He's pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty talented. Way to go. Now, yeah. I've, I've watched the video. Uh, you're playing uh, uh, two different parts on your acoustic guitar. You're playing the drums. You're playing the piano. You play everything. Saw me, producer, writer. Yeah. Performer. Way to go. Yeah. I, for, I first met Mark uh, um, uh, years ago, and... Uh, Got to know his wife Jackie very well, who uh, uh, chaired Festival of Trees for a couple of years. And Mark was the man that would build all the fabulous structures at Festival of Trees every year. So multi-talented. Awesome. And music's a, a hobby, a release for you, sir? Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that's about it. It's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not on the road. So. No, no, I've been doing it since I was um, nine, so... In my mind, I guess I've been doing it all my life. Talk so about the uh, the the inspiration for for the song. I did it for you. So I kept seeing these really long posts um, from different healthcare workers uh, explaining what we're seeing and you know just asking people to get vaccinated. And um, I kind I went through a lot of those posts and kind of highlighted some of the parts that really spoke to me. And then I. Basically read those and kind of, not word for word, I didn't copy and paste anybody, but went through those ideals and uh, yeah, the the lines just came together. It was uh, an hour, an hour and a half. It just fell together. It's a brilliant recording. You can find it on YouTube or any music service that you subscribe to. And Mark's going to do it live on the Heartland at Noon today. So the song will start being out uh, tomorrow. I got word yesterday. It got sent to all the streaming services yesterday. And uh, the release date was set as tomorrow, but there's a certain amount of time that the streaming services need to put them up. So tomorrow will be the earliest, but then as they come out, they'll be available. Very good. Yeah. Here we go. There we go. Yeah. 
How about a round of applause there? Really and good. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> really good. Really good. And uh, sang and played with passion, Mark. It is. Check out the uh, YouTube video if you look up I Did It For You um, by uh, Mark Dontremont. That's D apostrophe E N T R E M O N T. Uh, you'll find the video with uh, with Mark playing all the parts. Uh, with the same acoustic guitar, he's playing two parts. You got the bass guitar you're playing, the drums, and the piano. Did I miss an instrument there? Uh, there's uh, some virtual strings and a French horn in there as well. <laughs> just 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 for fun. Just because. Just because you got to have a French horn. Well, those are the instruments that pull at the heartstrings. Way to go! So. So uh, we buy that song on on any music service, and how do the proceeds go to the Health Foundation? Um, they will. The proceeds will come to me, and then I will uh, bring them over to Kelly. Fabulous, fabulous. Anything else we need to add today? I, I just want to thank everyone in the, the community for their support. Uh, wish everyone a happy holidays and a merry Christmas and New Year's, and um, let's not knock on wood. Twenty twenty two. Uh, will be a great year. Awesome. Kelly McElroy, Moose Jaw Health Foundation, and biomedical engineering technologist, Mark Dontremont, uh, who uh, works at uh, the Moose Jaw Wigmore Regional Hospital. The song, I Did It For You, again, you can find it on any streaming service uh, starting tomorrow, as Mark said, and uh, by buying it, those uh, proceeds will go to market in turn to the Moose Jaw Health Foundation to help local and area healthcare workers with uh, their mental health in the coming weeks and coming months. Thank you, fellas, and, and way to go, Mark. That's That's a great song. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. We'll take a time out. We'll be back with more. Heartland at noon on CHAB. It's magic and memories. Magic and Wonders and wishes. Wonders and, and when it touches your heart, it feels like Christmas. It feels like Christmas. The team at C&E Mechanical wishes you a warm and cozy holiday season. And to make sure it is, they're ready with 24-hour peace of mind service even during the holidays. Season's greetings from C&E Mechanical. Join Church of God Moose Jaw for a hope-filled Christmas. Come celebrate the true reason for the season Saturday evenings at 6.30 and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30. And don't miss their special Christmas Eve services at 4, 5.30 and 7. For more info, visit mjcog.com. Everyone who knew said that the locket had just suddenly appeared. It all began at Christmas in 1940 when Mrs. Mitchell, who was known as Jeannie then, received the notice that her husband of one year had been shot down in the skies over England and would never be coming home again. They say that for a full year Jeannie saw no one and hardly ever left her tiny apartment and that she never smiled. But on Christmas Eve in 1941, as she stared into a tiny hearth remembering her Billy and feeling very alone, she fell asleep and dreamed he was there with her and that he gave her a locket made of white gold. And when she awoke, there indeed was a white gold locket on a white gold chain about her neck. And from that moment on, she smiled continually and looked, it seemed, to a horizon only she could see, especially at Christmas, as if at any minute, someone would meet her there. I'm Gib Forster. Have a Merry Christmas.
Any day is a great day to visit the Western Development Museum. And before the holiday season begins, be sure to visit the WDM Gift Shop, where you are guaranteed to find something special for those hard-to-buy-for people on your list. From local handmade items to toys to reloadable gift cards. Plus, a museum membership makes a great gift that lasts all year. Visit the WDM today. Saskatchewan Inspired. WDM. This year, Santa's going to take you swimming. Ho, ho, ho. You heard right. A pool for Christmas makes a perfect gift. Just tell Santa you want a pool from Water Vision Pool and Spas. Santa buys one for Christmas, and they'll put a bow on it for you and keep it until spring when you can take the first plunge. Make sure Santa knows to call Water Vision Pool and Spas for the details or visits them online at watervisionpoolandspas.ca. Discover Bootstraw Weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Sunny skies this afternoon, a high of minus 17, but feel near minus 28, and there will be a risk of frostbite. Cloudy skies will be rolling in tonight with light snow beginning overnight. A low of minus 23, but it'll feel like near minus 31, and once again there will be a risk of frostbite. Tomorrow, about 2 to 4 centimeters of snow will be ending in the afternoon, and then it'll clear up. Winds will be gusting to 40 kilometers an hour in the morning, a high of minus 18. There will be a wind chill near minus 32, and once again, another risk of frostbite. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of minus 11. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, a high of minus 8. And Monday, a mix of sun and cloud, and a high of minus 18. There will be a walk-in vaccine clinic tomorrow at the Old Ross School from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. The clinic will be offering the 12-plus and pediatric Pfizer vaccines, Moderna, and the influenza shot. Vaccines will be available on a first-come, first-served basis. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermooshaw.com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slott. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's Christmas party time later today for Moose Jaw people who live in Calgary. A number of former Moose Javians who work and live in Cowtown these days come together each year for Christmas cheer. COVID stopped the fun last year, but not this year. Former Moose Jaw Canucks defenseman Mike Drager got it all fired up again. I talked with Mike earlier today. You know, they, they say you can uh, you can take the person out of Moose Jaw, but you can't take the Moose Jaw out of the person. Uh, there are a number of Moose Javians. Well, living all around the world. But back in the 80s, when there were no jobs, when you got out of high school, either you went to university or you got a job in radio or you went west to find some work. And uh, that's what my friend Mike Drager did uh, after his hockey career wrapped up here in Saskatchewan. He and a number of others uh, moved west. And Mike's uh, a successful real estate broker in Calgary these days. And today, Mike's here to talk about what will be the 13th annual Christmas happy hour for Moose Javians in Calgary. Mike, it's uh, it's great that you stay in touch with all your friends from Moose John. Thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Rob. It's always great to chat with you as well, too. Tell me about the happy hour for the Moose John kids today. Well, it kind of started uh, a few years back. I think a couple of us got together for lunch. Uh, I, I believe it was Troy Parchman, who's the one of the equipment managers for the Chicago Blackhawks, were in town. So we decided to get together for lunch, and Troy showed up and had lunch with us. And then the following year, we thought, well, let's do it again, even though Chicago's not here. So we kind of kept carrying on the tradition of having a moose jaw lunch, and it gets bigger and bigger. And 
we try to track people down from Moose Jaw that live here that uh, that know each other, and uh, it's a great little event to get everybody out. This year, it's at four o'clock today, and it's we're doing it as a happy hour, so we try and switch it around each year, and and uh, we usually get a couple dozen people show up. You know, twenty to thirty, I'd say, show up and kind of come and go through the evening, and uh, it's a great event. It's great to say hi to everyone. Yeah, no kidding. And happy hour will turn into several hours, I'm sure. <laughs> several happy hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see you posted the invitation on your Facebook page with a picture from uh, from one of your happy hours uh, from the past. And I, I see uh, a few people that I know. I see Sherilyn Hunter. Uh, I see uh, Kevin Gilbert, Alan Tolley. Uh, Mish Lambert, uh, Ron Neff, and and that's all I got. Who else is in that picture? Um, I believe Nando DiGirolamo's in there. Oh, yes. Uh, if I have to look at it. Uh, Sean Talbot, um, Stacy Smith, Kevin Gilbert. Uh, I'm just trying to think of Al Klein. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some of the usual suspects that show up. Um, it's a pretty good, each year there's always two or three new people that show up and a couple that can't make it. You know, Scott Divert, I think, has popped his head in the door. Graham McLaughlin's always there. Um, yeah, it's it's actually a good, it's a good crowd every year. And uh, somebody come, moves out of the city or moves back and then they hear about it through somebody else. Uh, Ron Shepard, also known as Scum, he's always there. Um <laughs> And uh, never misses an event. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good to see people again, even though it's might have been a few years. It's great to see everyone. You know, the guy's a good guy when his nickname is Scum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's oh, yeah. awesome. You guys get together uh, annually, but probably not last year, right? Yeah, you know, with everything going on last year, it was just wasn't the right time to do it. Unfortunately, we there was no hesitation about canceling it, unfortunately. And I think we're everybody's pretty happy to get back together again this year. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's been a strange couple of years, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. your, your your connections to Moose Jaw, I mean, you, you grew up in and around Moose Jaw, right? Yeah, well, I actually grew up in Calgary, and we moved to Belle Plaine in 1975. My dad bought the Texaco on the highway there. And then, uh, so I started playing hockey in Moose Jaw then, and uh, then moved into Moose Jaw once I was, uh, I think, around, I don't know, 19 or 20, and Stayed there for a handful of years and then came back to Calgary. It was my calling, I guess. Yeah. Mike Drager's my guest on the Heartland at Noon today, getting ready for the annual, the 13th annual Christmas Happy Hour for uh, former Moose Javians in Calgary at Richmond's Pub. Is that Has it got a local connection, Richmond's Pub? No, it's actually just a pub that's, uh, we tried several others this year and everybody's full with uh, with parties and corporate events. So I uh, I went to a local watering hall a little further down the street and they had lots of room for us. So it worked out well. Right on. Mike Drager, of course, for uh, those who have been around Moose Jaw for a while, uh, you'll, uh, you'll remember Mike from his years with the uh, Moose Jaw Canucks. Played a handful of years in the SJHL. In fact, as I look at HockeyDB.com here, Mike, because he was 83-84, your, uh, your overage year. Uh, you played in 64 games, had 43 points, 202 penalty minutes that year. And, and that, in 83-84, that was the last year the Moose Jaw Canucks played here. We got the Warriors the year after, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Warriors came the year after. We wrapped up the Canucks uh, in Moose Jaw at that time, and uh, it was a great group of guys. I mean, over the years, a lot of great, great guys and great players. You know, came to Moose Jaw and played. 
was a great experience. Yeah, no kidding. And of course, there's still some of those guys who are still kicking around Moose Jaw, like uh, Dennis Reedy, still here in Moose Jaw, of course, from from that mm-hmm. season. And other guys that I stay in touch with too, like Duncan McDermott. Uh, there's Sean Booth. He's still uh, he's still in Moose Jaw. But you played with some great players that year: Carl Van Camp, Kim McIver. That was a pretty good hockey team. Yeah, we had some incredible guys. Uh, uh, Carl Van Camp. Yeah, went on to Michigan and. Uh, and a lot of guys that were ex-PA Raiders, um, we had a pretty good team. We just couldn't put it together and win the whole thing. But uh, all in all, it was a good, it was a successful year. Kevin Mantell on that team too. He was the first kid in the neighborhood to have those Lang skates when I was a kid. Remember those things? Good old ski boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good, right. Good memories, and it must. I mean, that's a long time ago now, but it must seem like yesterday sometimes when you think about it. Hey, Mike. Well, playing in the old Crush Can back then, it was uh, it was an interesting place because it was it's what you were used to. There were no big rinks. I mean, the Agrodome in Regina was the first big rink that you played in, um, and I think I played in the Saddle Dome once uh, when I was in Kamloops against uh, the Wranglers back then. But I mean, there were no big rinks, and there were old rinks, and especially Humboldt. Humboldt, uh, if I remember correctly, still had screen up wire mesh um so yeah there's a lot of good memories in those old rinks but they're pretty much all gone by now yeah no kidding yeah a lot of good memories in the old rinks no question about that uh you'll be reminiscing tonight with the uh the big party the happy hour the 13th annual christmas happy hour for uh former moose javians in in calgary uh man i wish i could join you i know it's going to be a lot of fun any idea how many people have committed uh no not yet but the email gets there's a lot of emails that get thrown around uh todd griner's been helping out with uh you know 40 emails to a lot of guys that uh, i'm trying to get lyle kindrad out um i'd have to go through the list but yeah there's a lot of guys that kind of come out of the woodwork and a lot of people that come out of the woodwork and it's always a good event awesome well i better let you go you've got some real estate to sell it's that time of day. <laughs> hey, Mike, thanks for this. Say hi to everybody for us. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Barnes. Thanks, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, same, and take care. Oh, it'll be a good party. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Mike Drager for that. Speaking of Christmas, we're spreading the joy on 800-CHAB. Always spread the joy this morning. It was magical. Highlights coming up. On CHAB. Now, I know it's cold out there today, but it's warm here at the Mushak Co-op Marketplace, and it's going to warm your heart up even more when you get your $10 goodbye to hunger food drive bag to help out the Moose John District Food Bank. It's Courtney Fjellner, and that's right, we're here at the Mooshack Co-op Marketplace for the final day of the goodbye to hunger food drive, where you can purchase those $10 goodbye to hunger food bags that go directly towards helping out families in need this holiday season, and the need is greater than ever before. As we all know, grocery prices have gone up, and you know what? These help out a lot with helping out with families here with the $10 food bag donations, which you can purchase here as you go through the tills. And I want to give a big shout out to a lot of the cashiers here that have been helping out and to everybody as well has been helping out. So big shout out to the cashiers here, Jessica, Kim, Tammy, Deb, and so many more that have put in countless hours here over the last couple of weeks helping out with the Moose John District Food Bank. All with the Goodbye to Hunger Food Drive, of course, as we get ready for the big weekend here. The holiday train is going to be virtual again. And it's happening this Saturday at 7 o'clock local time on the CP Rail Facebook page. Lots of great entertainment, including the Strambellas and so many more. So you know what? Get in that festive spirit. I know uh, one of the great ways here is giving. So come on down to the Moose Jack Co-op Marketplace and get your $10 Goodbye to Hunger Food Drive bag to help out with the Moose John District Food Bank. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. Um, 
Well, it can be now that Cornell Design and Landscaping is offering efficient snow removal. You can book them by the month or for a one-time service so you can spend more time relaxing. And you won't need to feel guilty sitting inside and watching them. (laughs) It is the most wonderful time of the year. Call them today, 693-TREE. Hi, I'm Avea. And I'm Melana. Our Mad Greek family wishes you a holiday season filled with fun, laughter, and making great memories. Kalakistuina. Merry Christmas. Kalakistuina. Happy New Year. From our family, the Mad Greek Restaurant. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. We're spreading the joy this holiday season on 800-CHAB for the Moose Jaw Warriors and the Crush Can Retail Store. That's the Warrior Store at Mosaic Place, right, where you can buy all your Warriors gear. They've got it all, man. They've got your sweatshirts. They've got your hoodies. They've got your golf shirts, T-shirts, hats, toques, mini sticks, pucks. They've got it all there. And what a wonderful place to uh, do a little Christmas shopping. You can spread the joy this Christmas. All you have to do is send us a text. Enter Spreading the Joy on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line at 6938000. You tell us who you are and that you'd like to win Spreading the Joy. And uh, tell us who you might like to spread the joy to. We've got dozens of entries already this week. And uh, Angela McCormick was this morning's winner. Hello. Hi, is this Angela McCormick? This is Angela Rob Carney at 800 CHAB. Oh, hello. Hey, you entered to win Spreading the Joy on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine contest line on the text line, and you're our winner this morning. Oh, I am? You're the winner. You get 50 bucks to spend at the Moose Jaw Warriors Crush Can Retail Store at Mosaic Place. Oh, that is amazing. And you get to spread the joy. Who do you want to spread the joy to? I would love to spread the joy to, let's spread it to my nephew, Eric. Tell us about Eric. Eric Bordage, yes. Well, my nephew loves the Warriors. He is a huge hockey fan, so I think he would find some good items there. Okay, and how old is Eric? He is... 11 and he is a pro hockey player himself he is awesome well good for eric well you're a winner you get 50 dollars to spend at the uh, crush can retail store from the moose jaw warriors and you're spreading the joy to your nephew eric Burdage, who will also get 50 bucks to spend at the crush can retail store that is awesome thank you Eric, I've got good news. Uh, your aunt uh, just uh, won on our contest. 800 CHAB spreading the joy for the Moose Jaw Warriors Crush Can Retail Store. And your aunt Angela is spreading the joy to you. She won $50 to spend at the Crush Can Retail Store. And she's spreading the joy to you. So you got $50 to spend there too. Thank you. You're welcome. She tells me you're a hockey player. Who are you playing with this year? Uh, name of our team is the uh, Moose Yeti. Okay, and you're having a good season. Yeah. How many goals you got so far? Ten. Oh, way to go! Way to go! And you like to go to Warriors games too, I hear. Oh uh, yeah. 
Right on. Well, 50 bucks will get you some gear. Like, they've got hoodies and shirts and hats and toques. What do you think you'll get? Uh, probably a hat or a shirt or something. Well, uh, thanks to your Aunt Angie McCormick, you're a winner, and you got 50 bucks to spend at the Crush Can Retail Store, and you can buy some Warriors gear, and have a Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. That's fun, isn't it? We're spreading the joy. Get entered to win today. Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line 6938000. More of us are hoping to spread the joy this holiday season. More of us planning on coming together with friends and family, but not everybody. A recent poll found a lot of us don't want to interact with people who are not vaccinated. I'll share that story on my daily commentary next. It's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. I'm Sharon Church. Shop and support local Saskatchewan artists with Gallery on the Grid. Here's Brittany with more details. Gallery on the Grid is a Christmas pop-up, and it is handmade goods made by Saskatchewan residents. We have potters, card makers, fiber and fabric artists, macrame, painters, soap makers, and just so much more. We're located in Odessa, which is a small town outside Regina. This pop-up now will be open till Christmas. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Herpist Financial, a proven track record of achieving your financial goals one step at a time. Roto's Pizza, serving Moose Jaw since 1963. The best in town, and you know it. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds! Gina Jewelry has a great selection of jewelry for everyone and every occasion, including custom-made pieces. Plus, they can fix and maintain your jewelry. They will even buy your old gold. Gina Jewelry International, 240 High Street West. Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Canterra Seeds, a Roundup-ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Canterra.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. Are you looking forward to gathering with family and friends this holiday season? More of us are planning to celebrate in person compared to last year, but the numbers are still less than pre-pandemic levels, and most Canadians say they'll only spend time with people who are fully vaccinated. An Angus Reid poll released just days ago found most of us, 73%, are fearful that our friends and family might get sick. The poll found those who are most afraid of getting COVID-19 themselves are 55 and older. About 66% of us are worried, and people in that demographic are also less likely to go to a family celebration or visit with friends. The poll found 80% of us will have a family dinner this Christmas, and while that's 22% more than last year, it's still 8% less than 2019. Also, 61% of us say we only plan to interact with people who are fully vaccinated this holiday season. 
Something tells me many of us will be having some difficult conversations about vaccinations and boundaries in the coming days. I'm Rob Kearney.